Rebirth. Submit yourselves. Hebrews 13.17 Obey them that have the rule over you, and submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not grief, for that is unprofitable for you. King James Version There is always a danger that we try to bend the Word of God into our lives in such a way as we try to fit God's message into our existence rather than gift ourselves to give God's message without concern for the desires and lusts of man. We must be aware enough to realize when we give the words of God for God's gain and when we adhere to it for personal advantage. There are, however, some rules that, when applied to life, may grant a disciple of the Lord a greater insight into the path that they need to take for the greater glory of God. So firstly, let us consider the nature of our human actions, for we are God's hands to gift to his purposes. With that in mind, each man ought to endeavor to do nothing today that will get in the way of tomorrow. This means that we must be future-minded and study what we need to know. For once a person is prepared and remains prepared, then they never need to get ready. As always, good preparation requires constant application. We are to follow God's word and his examples, not man. We are to follow God's plans and not man's plans. We are to love God's loves and not man's. This does not mean that we are to avoid adversity, for our faith in God is both a courage and a strength. In the book of Isaiah, it is written, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. This verse reminds us that as humans, we often have our own plans and ideas about how we should live our lives. But as believers, it is important to remember that we are called to follow God's plans and do His will, not our own. One more 
example of this is found in the story of Abraham. God called Abraham to leave his home and go to a land that God would show him. Abraham obeyed and left his home, not knowing where he was going or what would happen to him. Through his faith and obedience, Abraham became the father of many nations and an example of doing God's will and of trusting in the Lord's plans. He did not choose to go, but was chosen. Another example can perhaps be found in the life of Jesus, who came not to do his own will, but to do the will of his Father. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus prayed to ask that not my will, but thine be done. Jesus knew that it was important to follow God's plan, even if it meant enduring great suffering and ultimately his death for our sins on the cross. Doing God's will can be difficult, especially when it goes against our own plans and desires. And doing God's will can be dangerous when it rubs up against the desires of a community or society. As believers, we must trust that God's plans for us are always for our good and for His glory. In Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, it is written, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. When we trust in God and seek to do his will, he will guide us and lead us on the path that is best for us. However long or short the path may be, it is never without purpose. Don't get in your own way and get out of God's way. Let us strive to do God's will, not our own. Let us trust in his plans and follow them with obedience and faith, knowing that he will lead us down the narrow path. Whatever the trial or tribulation, each act will be a test of our service to the Lord and to our own faith. Now, secondly, you are not to be foolish or a fool in your understandings. You are not to be unwise in your service or faltering in your commitment. You must be able to recognize and deal with resistance and misdirection and common deceptions. For the devil does not rest and has idle hands just waiting for commands. Hypocrisy is 
common amongst the immoral majority. As a follower of Christ, we are to recognize our own weaknesses and drifts. It would perhaps be wise to listen not to what people say as much as watch what they do. For words can lie, and out of the heart come many vile phrases, atrocities and falsehoods. The human tongue is hard to tame. In a lie is the complete deceit of the devil. A lie is the smoke from a cigar or cigarette that mushrooms into the air and poisons everybody. In a lie is the strong drink swiftly swallowed that leads a man to become inebriated and weakened and possessed by an evil spirit of no morality. Let us also not forget, the only way to keep a lie is to tell another lie and to simply believe one and all is to potentially live a lie. Truth-telling is a virtue that is praised by God. The book of Proverbs states, Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. One example of the consequences of lying is found in the story of Ananias and Sapphira in Acts 5. The ambitious couple sold a piece of property and gave but only a portion of the proceeds to the church, at the same time claiming to have given the full amount. As a result, they were punished by God rather dramatically. They were struck down almost instantly and died. The story serves as a warning and reinforces the importance of marrying our actions to our words in all that we do. It also shows how God's vengeance may be sudden and unexpected. In 1 Samuel 16, Samuel is tasked with finding a new king for Israel. When he meets Jesse and his sons, the Lord tells Samuel that Jesse's youngest son, David, is the one to be anointed as king. However, Jesse presents all of his older sons to Samuel first. When Samuel asks if there are any more sons, Jesse lies and says no. Samuel must then ask God before he is told of David's existence. Can you imagine? To believe the lie may have cost David his throne and the world much more. The Bible also emphasizes the importance of being truthful in your thoughts and motivations. In Matthew 5.28, Jesus says, 
But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Here, Jesus teaches that even our thoughts and desires can be sinful if they are not pure and honest. Many a regrettable affair has begun in the heart and head long before it gets to the bed. The Bible consistently emphasizes the importance of truth and honesty in our words, our actions, our thoughts, our prayers, and our admissions. Lying is clearly condemned and can have serious consequences, while honesty, in adherence to God's wishes, is eventually praised and rewarded, if not on earth, then in heaven. As believers, it is our duty, inside and outside, to strive for honesty and truth in all aspects of our lives. It is our duty to live a full life and to realize the value of personal sacrifice. With Christ in our hearts, we can fully commit to doing what needs to be done today and looking forward to tomorrow. We can be moral. For a moral person is one who submits themselves to God's commands and endeavors, and so sets an example of excellence in the life that they lead. So give praise, follow the word of God, and love Christ. We pray, lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil. Amen.